Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Hello, so, hello, hello. Sorry if the camera's shaking because both of the cats are on here now. Not I was anything. a little quiet before, so. Mm. All right. Well, now that uh, we know the pipes sound good, let's get started. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a shallow dip. We haven't done a shallow dip in a very long time. Yeah, it has been a while. Um, <laughs> I can only see half of your face. Yeah, it's just life, you know, got busy. And we just haven't done, haven't been as up to date with as many things as we would have liked to have been. Well, at least, at least me. I can't say we. Um, but it's all right. We're here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see what is first on the docket. Over on our uh, YouTube channel, I actually did post up an Eternals review, um, just kind of giving my general thoughts on it. But um, we didn't get really get to hear from Kendra. She yeah. was uh, feeling a little under the weather when I was uh, originally doing that review. So, But now that she's here, I just want to hear some of your uh, general thoughts. Oh, bud. Oh. And then the hair. Okay, you can't linger here. Anyway, take two. Anyway, um, take two. Now that you're here, I'd like to hear some of your, your thoughts and opinions on uh, on e- the Eternals. So I think my initial reaction coming out of the theater, because we saw it with my brother. Me and my brother both had the same idea. We were like, it was okay. Mm. Marvel standards, okay. Right. Which is, again, leagues above what other superhero movies are. Yeah, I think it was, it was all right. It, it was a big task. We're introducing a lot of characters and even less than just the like amount of characters. But yeah, I think the movie had a big task at hand, introducing a lot of characters and a lot of concepts. Mm. So it's not just that it was like a big team up movie and we have to be introduced to people. Right. Um, There's also like we were introduced to Deviants and um, Celestials and the Eternals as an idea. Right. And there was just a lot to cover. Uh, So I think that's kind of where there was a little bit of an issue, at least for me. It just didn't feel on par with other movies that Marvel has come out with, especially like team-up movies. Right. That was was my thing too. Yeah. But that being said, I mean, it was still super enjoyable. I liked it more than I liked Justice League, the first one. And it didn't need four hours to tell a complete story like the second Justice League. Right. You know what I mean? Second uh, try. I heard it's bad. I wouldn't say it's bad, not by any means. That's um, another thing. I think a lot of people before it came out got put off by the critic score. I say this all the time. I don't care what critics think. Most of the time they are not they're not like They're not very me. representative. Yeah, yeah, they're not good representation of like the average moviegoer um or person under sixty years old. Right. So I don't really give a shit what they have to say. Um, But I do know that that put a lot of people off. And then everyone was like, oh, like this one's going to be trash. And once you get that in your head, sometimes it's hard to not go into it with that. No, kind of like a predisposition. Sure. um, Yeah. To like a preconceived notion. Right. So I will give a little, I think I give a little more grace to a critic score. But I think what I really go off of is audience scores. Yeah. Now, even those are hit or miss because sometimes you'll just have mobs of internet trolls and assholes just, you know, review bombing a movie just to do it. Yeah. One thing I said in my review was that um, everything you said, basically, like it, this movie had a very, very tall order because we had only briefly heard of Celestials before this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And even then, that was really only in one movie. And yeah, just to have such a big team that we're meeting every... 
Okay, Google. Stop playing music. That was I mean, terrifying. This episode is brought to you by An Evening with Silk Sonic. Now, let me not joke around about that. No. This bitch. But anyway, so yeah, meeting this entire team for the first time and trying to get backstories for all of them, that was a big task ahead of it. Mm-hmm. And those other team up movies in the MCU, you know, We've Captain America context. Civil War, Infinity War. Yeah, we we've already known most, if not all, of those characters going into it. So yeah. we didn't have to like get all of this backstory and all of this information on all of them right off the bat. So I would also say maybe in terms of like how much ground it has to cover and how much introductory shit it had to set up, you can probably compare it to, I guess, Guardians the most easily. But here's the thing right. with Guardians. It's phenomenal. And it's like really hard to be compared to that because Guardians of the Galaxy, both of them are like two of the best team superhero movies. The first one, we had no idea who any of those fucking people were. Right. So we're kind of in the same boat, but like, I don't know. And there's also something to be said about how well James Gunn can introduce teams. Right. It, that's not, un- we've seen, that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I, I kind of, I didn't go into it with like super high expectations just because I knew that it was a lot of stuff to cover. Right. But it was enjoyable. Yeah. Um, I would watch it again, especially again. I say this every time for Marvel stuff, even if there's something that you don't connect with immediately off the bat, eventually they're going to bring it back around to make whatever seemed ill explained, random, right. whatever it's going to make more sense down the line. That You've seen it happen with yeah. a show like WandaVision. We got way more context for the stuff that was happening in Ultron, which right. people didn't connect with as much when it came out and was made better years after the fact. So yeah. I always have that, even if there's something about a Marvel movie that I don't particularly like, I'm always hesitant to say that it was bad or that it's like unnecessary to watch if you're going through like the whole phase one, two, three, four because they're always going to connect it back some way. Right. And I would say, you know, WandaVision, and we've seen it a little bit in other series as well, but WandaVision specifically, like, brought back characters that were not terribly important, such as Jimmy Woo and Darcy Darcy Lewis, who, I mean, had a little more to do in the Thor movies. Yeah. But even still, like, people really fell in love with those characters through WandaVision, mm-hmm. uh, more so than they did the movies they originally appeared in. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot that this movie does that I really, really enjoy. And it's Chloe Zhao's first big superhero movie like this. So, I mean, one, the movie's beautiful to look at. Um, so there's that, the, I, I love the score, you know, it was, um, Ramin Jawadi, uh, Ramin Jawadi, who, um, of course did the music for Game of Thrones, um, did the music for this. Yeah. Um, a lot of Game of Thrones people in there. Oh, yeah. Big time. But it, it fits because it had like a very epic feel. And this whole movie just felt very, very epic. Yeah. Um, I just think they had so much to explain that it kind of brought the movie down. But there was a lot that I did like about it. Um, I liked a lot of the mature themes they brought up, just the kind of existential right. stuff. Yeah. Um, and I loved, I fell in love with Makari. Yeah. Um, I think Makari was my favorite part, which is like, I remember hearing like, oh, this is going to be, I think, the first deaf character played by maybe the first deaf actor which one pathetic it's 2021 we should really do better than that but i remember hearing about him being really interested in it i'm really interested in sign language i think it it looks really cool and you see it so infrequently in any sort of media i follow a youtube channel that is um mixed like deaf hearing couple it's called sign duo really cool Mm. anyway so i remember being excited for that just to see in a big 
Marvel Studios production. We're going to see sign language. Yeah. That's insane. But I didn't expect to like her character as much as I do. Yeah. Because she was like really cute in it. Aww. Yeah. And then not even just that, but she also had some of the most badass action in it. Yeah. And it had some of my favorite speedster stuff I've ever seen on film. Yeah. So, yeah, I... I was just very impressed with how they handled her character and I loved how a lot of her scenes were really dialogue heavy and she got to, you know, yeah. you know, it wasn't like she was just, just there to be there. No, she was very involved in everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, people would still talk to her as they did the, their signing. Uh, yeah, it was just, I, I love the way they approached it. Yeah. Um, I loved uh, Brian Tyree Henry in the movie. Yeah. His whole storyline was very, very sweet. Uh, and I loved the way they represented a same-sex couple and family in the um, in the MCU. Um, and, sh- and rather than just kind of say it, they actually showed it to you. Yeah. Uh, Again, it's 2021. I know. Kind of pathetic, but um, I'm but, glad. And I also, I, I got to say, um, for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a big guy. Um, so I loved seeing that, you know... Kumail Nanjani was someone who, like, really had to bulk up. You know, he played a movie star and, you know, kind of had to look the part. Um, but Brian Tyree Henry was afraid he was going to have to lose a lot of weight for yeah. the movie. And they told him, no, we want you just as you are. Yeah. Uh, so it was cool I seeing... love that new trend. I think the yeah. first time people were, like, introduced to that was when Robert Pattinson refused to, yeah. like, bulk up for Batman. Yeah. I love that. Don't Because yeah. uh, who gives a shit? Quite frankly, who cares? Yeah. So um, Did it take anything away? No. Yeah, so it was a there was a lot to like about this movie. There's just a lot of movie. Yeah. So, but I think over time it will it will age better, and I think people will will start to pick up on those themes that maybe they just weren't quite ready for right. yet, especially with all the other types of content Marvel has given us this year. Listen, Marvel fans, we ate good this year. Yeah, we're fucking spoiled. And then we're gonna get the 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 big present at the end of the year with um with Spider Man No Way Home. I thought you were gonna say fucking. Hawkeye. Oh, oh my God. I'm excited for think about Hawkeye. Yeah, we're getting Hawkeye. So, yeah, we're getting Hawkeye. We'll talk about that with the Disney Day stuff. So, but yeah, so Marvel fans, we ate good this year. Yeah. Um, Even with the stuff that wasn't that great, we still ate good. Compared to um, other people, other comic book companies and what they're putting out. Yeah. Um, But anyway... So yeah, that was those are kind of our um, thoughts on the Eternals. Some Buckwild post credit scenes in that. <laughs> oh my god! Was freaking out during what was that? The second post credit no, scene. The first scene? one. The first one. Mm-hmm. I remember I was sitting in the theater like like this, like I was shocked. I had my brother to my left who had no idea who it was, and then I had you on my right being like, "Is that?" Yeah, I was just looking at the screen I was like, I was "Like, is that?" <laughs> I don't want to spoil it just in case, but like. I know this is spoiler heavy, but well, actually, we didn't really spoil it's it. Been, it's been over a week. Movie's been out for over a week. That's true. And I I mean, I mentioned it in my original review. But yeah, this is it's spoiler, so I think you can mention it. Okay. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Harry Styles in the MCU. Who? Fucking. I, I mean, I love it. Kendra was feeling a little uh, watermelon sugar high from oh that. Oh, my God. Anyway, but yeah. I can't fucking wait to see more of Harry Styles in the MCU. And again, this was a lot of setup. All of this was like setting up what's going to happen later on. So we're not meant to get like fully understand everything that's happening. Um, But yeah, I think this was a good step in the Marvel fucking staircase. Yeah, uh, it's definitely, definitely surprising. I guess Chloe Zhao was a big fan of his performance in Dunkirk. So that makes sense. That's what I figured. Yeah. So she just wanted to work with him. And um. And also he's Harry Styles. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just I, I 
my brain wasn't connecting that like oh he could he he could pop up in the MCU. So didn't when I saw even, him, like I recognized his face. It. Yeah. But I was like, huh? <laughs> also, he's what Thanos' brother. Yeah. So that. I don't yeah, know how that it, gene pool worked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess Thanos got the real uh, the shit under the, the stick second. on that one. So <laughs> sorry, Thanos. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but yeah, and then the second one uh, we saw Kid Harrington's character, uh, Dane Whitman. Right. He is going for the his, his family sword. lineage, the Ebony Sword, mm-hmm. uh, to become the the Black Knight. Good for Kit Harrington. He needed more to do in this movie. I was expecting a lot more Kit Harrington. I will say that. Yeah, and it like afterward I get it because like he was there's so much happening in the movie, and he was just a guy. Yeah, but I, I when we were watching it, uh, we heard this off screen voice. I knew it sounded familiar. I didn't know who it was. Um, it was like who is. A black man in the MCU. There aren't very many to choose yeah. from. So, um, but once we uh, over the weekend, we found out that Chloe Zhao did confirm, confirm that it was the voice of Mahershala Ali. Oh yeah, brother, going to be the Daywalker Blade. Uh, so yeah, that's which is very exciting. I, <laughs> I love and going into some of the Disney Plus Day stuff that we'll we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, the fact that we're getting into this uh, real supernatural area of the mcu yeah. i'm actually very excited for i'm not even a big fan of like the spooky stuff like that but just knowing that we're getting something so new into the yeah. mcu is very very exciting i agree yeah so anyway moving on let's talk a little bit about um the latest netflix release red latest? notice oh sorry i didn't oh. mean to talk over you say red notice again the latest netflix release red notice Latest and greatest, apparently. Yeah, it had the largest opening day release for for Netflix. Yeah, they got me. Netflix got me because, of course, they've been promoting Red Notice on uh, WWE shows for right. like two weeks. But I was just like, uh, you know, it's no offense to Netflix. But I was like, it's a Netflix movie. But I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Gal Gadot. Right probably going to be pretty good i was on netflix watching <clears throat> the babysitter's club and a the little like trailer when you hover over the icon started playing and it was the bullfighting scene yeah with ryan reynolds and dwayne johnson i was like fuck that looks kind of funny yeah <laughs> so yeah i was like okay i'll give it a shot yeah was, and i'm glad we did because uh, yeah. i'm usually for those a lot of these streaming like exclusive they kind because there's so many streaming services and so many of these releases hard to keep up yeah sometimes they kind of just fall by the wayside but i i am a big fan of the rock as as we all know so i was like i want to support what he does and uh especially off the heels of his uh latest comments you know where he his production company's vowing to only use rubber guns Mm. on the sets of his movies good um so i i that's a big name to yeah. To just say that right off the bat. I don't know that that was implemented for this because this was made, I think, last year and came out this year. So, but anyway, so this was, speaking of, this was the Seven Bucks Production Company's first ever streaming exclusive production. It was directed by Rawson Th- uh, Marshall Thurber and, like you mentioned, starring The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and Ritu Arya, who we all recognize from uh, The Umbrella Academy. Yeah. So, uh, I'm happy to see her in this. I don't think I've seen Me her in too. anything since. But I'm glad we took a, I'm glad we gave this one a chance because. I really, really enjoyed yeah. it. It was really good. It it was in the vein of like a uh, early 2000s kind of like spy heist thriller kind of thing. It was like a heist adventure like Indiana Jones. They even reference Indiana Jones in the movie. Oh, yeah. Gave me a little bit of a National Treasure vibes. Yeah. And it, so it's like a yeah, that's a, probably the best comparison is a, kind of like a National Treasure-esque movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like a adventure heist comedy. Um, 
And it worked really, really well, especially with these three. I think we were talking about it a little bit last night. I was most surprised with Gal Gadot in this movie. Yeah. Admittedly, I have really only seen her in the DC stuff. Same. And, you know, she does the whole, like, bewilderment and kind of just, like, odd thing very well. Mm-hmm. You know, being, you know, kind of being exposed to, to Earth and humanity and stuff like that. Like, she does that, like... She gets hints of being a little bit lighter of a character but still very serious and like not imposing what do i want to say like intimidating yeah kind of like strong and but when she's diana in those movies she is like almost a little naive which in the first one works really well because she's just being exposed to the outside world for the first time so it's it's kind of like adorable to see Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like that's so much of her character throughout all of it and it's just i don't know but in this she genuinely looked like she was having such a fun time she got to be like villainous and goofy and like i don't know it it was like definitely a different side than what i'm used to seeing from her and it was very natural so like you said i think she was having fun i mean how could you not with the rock and ryan reynolds yeah oh my god um I can't imagine how they kept a straight face <laughs> yeah. on that. Um, and then they had this really awesome fight scene between the three of them where she was just kicking. It was so cool just seeing her kick these two giant dudes' asses. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it had a really nice blend of comedy and uh, an adventure in it. Uh, I was I was very uh, surprised at how much I actually enjoyed it. Um, the bullfighting scene was really funny. Surprisingly um, good CGI in that bullfighting scene because I was like, I think it's real. And you were like, no, I don't think it's real. I need a VFX artist react to that scene. Yeah. That was crazy. But, and again, spoiler, 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 spoilers. Mm -hmm. I'll give you five seconds. Oh. Okay. The fucking twists and turns that this movie takes. That twist ending, because I, John knows this. He's very frustrated by it. (laughs) I like to guess the ending of sentences that john's saying (laughs) mid-sentence movies books tv shows whatever i like to try to figure it out and guess along the way not once did i guess that ending right where the rock was the bad guy yeah that blew my fucking mind that was so good yeah and yeah I, i i love a good heist movie and um because the movie starts out with you know he's this fbi agent chasing you know this art thief who was betrayed by an even bigger art thief Mm -mm. um who then turns on him and gets him arrested so he has to team with an art thief to like it's 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 a a whole thing so when we get to this moment of the movie where he's going to arrest gal gadot (laughs) and it turns out that they are both the same like they're a a thief team yeah they're equals it it kind of see they were like obviously in a romantic relationship i don't think they ever mentioned that they were married but I, right. in my head canon, they were married the whole time. Yeah. Crazy. Um, they played that off really well. And yeah, never once did I guess that. Because even when he like kissed her, I thought it was going to be like a like a cliche kind of like, oh, they had like oh, some he... sexual tension. Yeah. Good guy the whole fell movie. for the bad guy thing. So I thought that's what that's what it was. But then when it turned out to be more. Yeah. Crazy. They really got my ass there. Yeah. And it also felt like they were setting up a sequel where they all three teamed up. They showed them walking up to the Louvre in France yeah. at the end. I would love to see a sequel where they are all actually on the same team, like no yeah. betrayal, um, because I think that'd be really, really fun. Yeah, I think a, a sequel is all but guaranteed here, just because especially with that big of an opening yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty much guaranteed at this point. I know I think it had a limited theatrical release as well, so I'm wondering how it'll do at the box office. But either way, I mean, Netflix is weird. They don't really release streaming numbers like that. Yeah. 
um, they'll just kind of mention it by words. Yeah. Uh, instead of metrics, but whatever, that's their prerogative. They have the money. But yeah, I think at this point, it's it's pretty much guaranteed. I don't know how soon we'll get it. Yeah. Because I know Ryan Reynolds just, you know, announced he's taking a little break from, from his acting career right now. And here's um, hoping The Rock's about to be on fucking WWE for a few months. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. But uh, I do think... Oh, one thing that was really funny, and it, and it didn't take me out of the movie at all. I just thought it was funny. Um, there's a scene inside of... Uh, ryan reynolds's house in the movie oh yeah and he's got a a nice old bottle of aviation gin just sitting on the counter and i was like a little product placement for you and in the very next scene when the rock is at a bar he is getting served a glass of terramana tequila that's his own tequila yeah you caught both of those i had no idea yeah i'm like that's funny i like it it's fucking go for it exactly it it's your movie it's just so funny and i think ryan reynolds at some point earlier this year or last year he did a commercial that was for like three things at once it was like an aviation commercial that turned out to be a commercial for a movie that turned out to be a commercial for something else i feel like i remember that it was so weird you can't watch this movie and not at least have a good even if you can catch which i don't think you will if you can catch some of like the heist Product. cliches oh in it, yeah yeah or some of the twists and turns or even some of like the corny not corny but like some of the banter between the two where it's just like joke after joke after joke you can't watch this and not have a good time yeah it is just a very fun it's a fun like popcorn movie yeah yeah it's a good like i have two hours I'm not doing yeah. anything. I want to watch them. Yeah. It's, it's Ryan good. Reynolds in The Rock. It's Ryan Reynolds and then fucking Ryan Gal Gadot in there for good measure. Yeah. It's a good time. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, Yeah. I don't know if you have any other uh, any other thoughts. Nope. That's pretty much where I'm at too. Oh, yeah. But they have been pumping up how, you know, Survivor Series is brought to you by Red Notice and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now, fun fact for all y'all out there. The Rock made his debut in WWE as Rocky Maivia 25 years ago at Survivor Series. It seems interesting. It seems like maybe the perfect time to come back. That's a little series on your 25th anniversary. Now, I don't know if he'll be wrestling in a match. I would love to see him wrestle one last time at WrestleMania. I mean, and he's already done that. He's already kind of had his final match at WrestleMania. So I don't know that he will. But at least coming <gasps> back for. Look behind you. Look behind you. <gasps> Boy, get the hell. Get out of there. <laughs> these cats okay let's wait and talk about wrestling a little later let's talk a little bit about this uh, little day that happened a couple days ago um disney plus day is the two-year anniversary of disney plus's official launch i like this whole disney plus day thing yeah me it's kind of like a um like what they used to do well i guess they still do it at like d23 and like Mm -hmm. big conventions is when they would release all of this stuff but i kind of like this like audience direct to audience approach where it's like yeah. You can go on and they're releasing all this stuff for you to see. You don't have to be at the convention or whatever. Yeah. And even DC is doing this. And I'll give them props to it because they've done it two years in a row now, too, um, with DC Fandom. Yeah, it just I, I just like that approach better. Yeah, um, especially right now when you can't really have conventions. Yeah, and it's like it just like it's, it feels more accessible. You know, yeah. you can be at the comfort of your home and either watch it live, at least for uh, Fandom. You can watch it live and kind of see everything there and they even have like different like rooms on their website that you can go yeah. into so it gives it more of that feel um but disney plus they they, they just release everything throughout the day mm-hmm. um and it's fun to keep up with uh yeah so i i also agree i like that they they do this disney plus day it reminds um, me of like an apple event yeah it is kind of like an <laughs> apple event so let me look up dc 
Oh, DC Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus. We're going to talk specifically about the Marvel stuff in just a little bit, but they have, um, they've got a number of things uh, coming added... down the pipe. Oh, I know, but there's a couple that I didn't. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, we can just talk really, really quick about most of it and then maybe dig in a little more on the Marvel stuff. Yeah, so they, uh, they released a couple things you know, day of, you know, like they finally released uh, Jungle Cruise and Shang-Chi on Disney Plus, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, they released a new episode of Assembled, which is the making of Shang-Chi. Very excited for that. Yeah. Haven't watched it yet. And there's a couple of shows that look that look really cute. They have um, like the new Baymax series looks mm-hmm. really cute. Proud Family looks pretty funny. Yeah, I'm just a little proud family. I'm black. I have to speak about it. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I didn't appreciate Proud Family because I didn't like animated shows. Like I didn't watch Proud Family, didn't watch Kim Possible. Mm. Sorry if that is sacrilege to you and yours. But seeing the, the preview for this new Proud Family where it's aged up a little bit, I'm like, okay, I can get behind that, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks good. Uh, and I like that the even they did make one adult joke in there. Yes. Uh, which I appreciated because at least they understand that a lot of the kids who watched Proud Family back then may have kids now. Yeah. So it I like that it's kind of aging a little bit with um with the times. And it looks like they have a, a animated reboot of Diary of a Wimpy Kid coming out, which I wasn't My brother loved those books when he oh. was a kid. I think that was a little past us. Right. But we also got some um big sequels coming out. We have uh, Disenchanted, the mm-hmm. sequel to Enchanted announced for next year. Hocus Pocus 2. Uh we got a live action Pinocchio movie coming. Um Live action Pinocchio sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it's starring um, Tom Hanks as Pinocchio. No, as Geppetto. Uh, I was going to say, oh. <laughs> um, who else is in it? Oh, Cynthia Erivo, Luke Evans. Who's going to be Pinocchio? Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> uh, I feel like that's not too far off. I don't know, actually. But anyway, uh, we have the Get Back, the Beatles documentary directed by Peter that. Jackson. The clip they showed was actually very interesting. I was telling John, I am a big Beatles fan. I watched a lot of the like anthology series, their movies and stuff in high school. And I was watching that clip and I was like, I've never seen them so high definition when they were so young. It was bizarre to see. It felt weird and like wrong. <laughs> I don't know. But it's right. cool. If, if everything looks like that, that's going to be insane. Yeah. I'm, I love the Beatles. I'm not even a huge... Um, I mean, I like the Beatles. I can appreciate everything they've done for music in general. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't really grow up with that. So, um, But just watching that clip, it wasn't really... It was just them like at a rehearsal. Yeah. But it was just so fascinating just to watch them talk to each other. Yeah. So I'm actually very excited for that. Uh, there's a couple of Nat Geo shows they've got coming out with um, like Chris Hemsworth and Will Smith. Uh, so that... That could be cool for people who are into that. I'm very interested in the uh, this generation's DCOMs, which I, I refer to as DPOMs, um, Disney Plus original movies. Oh, okay. So we've got a reboot of Cheaper by the Dozen coming down the pipe. Doesn't say who is in that just yet, but I'm sure I'm sure we'll get more news. Original cast, original cast, original yeah. cast. Um, we've also got uh, Sneakerella. Okay, Sneakerella. We watched the uh, the trailer for that one, and it. I mean, it's. It's definitely higher budget than the DCOMs that we grew up with, oh, which kind of fucked. Time. But I don't know. It looked interesting. They, it kind of flipped the Cinderella, I guess, genre, you can call it now. There are so many goddamn yeah. Cinderella movies on its head. I don't yeah. know if I want to give it away because it was kind of a, an interesting part of the trailer to see like, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, it looks it looks fun. Um, I don't know that I will like if I if I watch this movie, it'll, it won't be probably for a while. Yeah, it's definitely not made for our age group. Right. But I mean, just 
even talking about the quality of it and like yeah it's it's pretty impressive yeah and yeah they've got you know new season of high school musical uh the series um they announced some new pixar series the tiana series got some concept art release right obi-wan kenobi got some concept art release so and also i want to give a shout out to intertwined the first spanish language disney plus series was that confirmed because i think we we i was like i think so but I, I can't think of another one fully spanish language yeah i okay i'll, I'll hesitantly call it the first I'm i can't not, think of another one yeah like disney channel like yeah u.s disney channel i can't think of another series that's fully um, spanish yeah but it's a it's a spanish language uh, disney plus series and um it's very interesting it puts a little spin on like Freaky Friday and some like time travel aspects. It looks really, really cool. And it also kind of gave me High School Musical vibes because it's like about her being in the musical. Right. Um, I might watch it in with like in its original Spanish with English subtitles because I feel like it'd be easier to learn, try to learn Spanish from a show like that than fucking Narcos like I was before. (laughs) Right. Um, That's the one thing I I was a little disappointed in was that it Disney Plus automatically puts the English dub in. That might have been regionally because Mm. we're where we are and we've never right. once ever listened to a different language other yeah. than English. Um so but even so like I wish I wish that that show would have been we people would have been given the option to You are. It's just not the I wish it was the automatic. default. I yeah. wish yeah, I wish it was the default too. With the subtitles. Um just cuz yeah, you want to pay respect to the And again, the things are I I hear that it's better to watch subs rather than dubs. I mean, I feel it, like it's more faithful. Yeah, I think it depends on the on like it, it, personally, personally speaking. If it's like an anime, I wouldn't mind watching a dubbed version. Um especially if like cuz again, like I'm just using Dragon Ball as the as the the blueprint for me. Um I grew up listening to those particular voices do them. Right. So for me, that's kind of like a a little more of a sentimental thing. Mm. Um but I mean, I I also did watch the the subs for Dragon Ball Super when it first came out. Um, so, uh, for something live action though, I would rather, I would rather read subtitles, um, for... It's just very jarring when their mouths don't match up. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I think for anime, like, I can get, you can get away with it a little better. Right. Because you can match, you can match the words. Yeah. But, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway. But that's some of the, just the general Disney Plus stuff that, uh, that is exciting. But, obviously, what we were most excited for here at Perez Periodico was all of the, uh marvel studios announcements mm-hmm. um and boy did they have some announcements um they announced i think 12 series now some of these have been mentioned were mentioned like last year so it's not necessarily right. new it's not really an announcement it's just we got more information about yeah them. and a little bit of a reminder was that um, your phone nor was that my phone probably Sorry. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, so let's just run down the list and we'll we'll kind of um, talk about it. So first, I'm just reading them off my uh, my list that I made on oh, okay, Instagram. Okay. Marvel Studios is releasing a revival of an animated series, a little series called X Men, and it's going to be uh, revived on Disney Plus with new episodes called X Men '97. So I'm guessing it's going to be a continuation of uh, of the animated X Men series. This so has a very big like cult following um especially among millennials mm-hmm. um who grew up this is their you know their first big exposure to it i remember i used to watch the show all the time as a kid uh, my brother even had the the wolverine gloves Aww. that had the, the claws and yeah. they would make the sound whenever you would like move yeah 
Um, so I was a big fan of that, and you had some pretty iconic music, and you got to see a lot of cool shit on there. So I'm excited, and obviously the memes have been coming out for years, yeah. and I think that revitalized interest in it. Um, and people, especially now, can like relate. I mean, for years the big draw of the X Men has been just relating them to marginalized groups. So I right. think you know, I think people are have always seen themselves in the X Men, and just are excited for that one nostalgia, but two. Just that chance to connect with those characters again. I never watched it as a kid, so I'm interested to see how faithfully they're going to stick to that like 90s animation style. Is it going to mm. look just like that? Part of yeah. me wants it to because it's different. Yeah, I would love for them to go back to, to 2D animation for a project like this. Yeah. Um, I mean, would I be upset if they went with a 3D? Like, not necessarily, as long as it was good. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it would. It, I have a feeling they're going to go back to that. It Especially, looked like from what they showed briefly of like the title, yeah. that that's what they're going to stick with. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Moon Knight. Marvel gave us a little reminder. And on their 14-minute Marvel Disney Plus Day uh, video they have on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. not on YouTube. Not on YouTube. Um, we actually got a, uh, a first look at Moon Knight. I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, so Moon Knight stars Oscar Isaac. If I had wings. In the, Oscar the title, Isaac. in the title role. Um, now, admittedly, I don't know a whole. I didn't know a whole lot about Moon Knight. Me neither. Um, I just kind of knew he was like Marvel's Batman. Yeah. This show looks crazy, just based on the few seconds of footage we've got. It looks almost spooky. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of dark scenes in it, which makes sense for Batman esque. Right. Like I said about um one of those post credit scenes in Eternals. Marvel is now really introducing a lot of these supernatural themes. It's starting with WandaVision, um, but we're like, now we're like getting into it. Mm-hmm. It just looks really, really cool based on everything we've seen. Um, and I know this particular version of the character, they were talking about, um, you know, how he's kind of got dissociative identity disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's like a, a couple of different uh, people living in his head. Which we could kind of tell by the voices that mm. he spoke in. Right. He spoke in like two distinct voices. Right. Which is interesting. Um, DID historically in media is portrayed horribly all right. the time. People who have DID is they're like the villains. They're crazy. Right. They're scary. They're dangerous. That's like, I think the most recent one was that one with um, Mr. Tumnus. Right. Glass? No. Yeah. I yeah. Can't glass. What it was glass. Um. Um. He. That's the last one he was in. Um. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um. Mr. Tumnus. I don't know him from anything else. Oh, I guess X Men. But uh, that got a lot of flack from people who actually suffer with that disease because right. people already think that they're fucking scary. So. Right. My thing with this is, if you're going to go that route have someone who actually has DID on your right. team to tell you what it's actually like. Right. It's not like a complete memory wipe every time someone new takes control. You're right. all in the car together. At least that's my understanding of it from like the right. very little research that I've done of it. But like, it, I just don't want it to be another like, oh, he's scary and crazy because he has two personalities living in his head at the same right. time and never knows who's going to take control because it's not really like now, that. Now, I should, I should also mention that's not been confirmed by like Marvel Studios. This it is was just a, context clues from the, yeah. from the comics, um, certain versions of the comics, I should say, and just what we've seen. I guess it could also be because he's being 
possessed. He is being possessed. So maybe it's thing. not that he has actual DID or anything like that. I think he just people has, perceive him as having that. He has yeah. one, him, his actual self. Right. And then the deity possessing him. And yeah. they're going back and forth. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I think it's going to be more of okay. rather than actual. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I would, I would like to think, because as much as we love Marvel here, I mean, in the past, they've done their share of like playing into bad stereotypes and things, this, that, and the third. Um, but I'd like to think at this point in time. They know better. They know a little better, except for that VP who just made some shit-ass comment about um, Captain America 4. He, yeah, he made some comment like, um, I, think his name, there's a, I think his name is Nate Moore or something like that. He uh, was like, the next Captain America movie is going to be about Sam still having to earn the title of Captain America. Like, Didn't we just have an entire show We just show had the that? fucking show. How dare show. you? Um, <laughs> anyway. You, anyway. Um, so that's neither here nor there. But I'd like to think that they're going to be a little more careful about touching things like that. Yeah. Um, but either way, um, we love Oscar Isaac here. Oh, I love, Isaac. You love Oscar. Some more than others, apparently. Some more than others, but oh, Oscar. Yeah, he's gonna he's he's great in everything. Uh, I'm we've super s- excited for him to make his MCU debut. Um, we've seen a lot of him training for the role too. Oh yeah, and just and, based on those training videos, yeah, the a- I'm the action in this. I think is gonna really push what they can do on Disney Plus. Yeah, even more so than I would say. Um. um Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's giving me like, um, like Daredevil vibes. Daredevil vibes. Yeah, I almost said Deadpool. Yeah, I no, yeah. Incorrect. I also got the those Daredevil yeah. vibes from it. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm super excited to see what they do with it. So yeah, that was the first uh, look. The actually the next on this list is a uh, She Hulk, which we also got a first look at. Uh, so this was announced last year, mm-hmm. um, and for months and months it was a very poorly kept uh, secret. Uh, for months it was rumored that Tatiana Maslany was going to be in the mm-hmm. lead role. And, and then she's it like, was no, confirmed. I'm not. And then um, she's like, yeah, I am. Yesterday, we uh, we saw in the trailer that she was indeed uh, playing Jessica. Je- Jessica? Jennifer. Jennifer Walsh. Jennifer. Is this the first confirmation we've had that she's going to be in no, it? No, they, they officially confirmed it at their like uh, Disney Investors Day. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but even That's then, it had been rumored for months. Yeah. But um, good for her. Because again, you want to talk about someone uh, successfully playing... A bunch of different people with the same fucking face. Tatiana Maslany. You can't, it can't get any better than her. I'm very excited. Because yeah. she she seems tiny. Right. So to me, I'm like, I don't... I can't picture her as like big, strong superhero. Right. No offense. I think that's also kind of the point. Right. But um, I'm excited for her to be in the MCU at all as anything. So... For- Did I say Jessica Walter? I think this is the reporter. <laughs> um. Is Gen- Wal- I think it's Jennifer. Isn't Butler. Jessica Walters that actor from um, Arrested Development that died recently? Oh, she was the one from R.I.P. Always thinking of you, Always Jessica. on my mind. Jennifer Walters, sorry. Yeah, no, you said it right at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, that's the kind of that's kind of the cool thing about She-Hulk is that she's a little more... like I can The closest thing I can compare her to in the MCU is kind of like how the Super Soldiers and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, were. they didn't like get like all bulky and, you know kind of like how uh, Steve Rogers did. Yeah. She's kind of like a more refined Hulk. She's definitely a more um, refined Hulk. I don't know. I didn't know anything about yeah. she. Like I knew she was a Hulk. And she still has like her wits about her. Girl. And, you know, things <laughs> like that. That's all I knew. So I'm really excited to see. And it also, the trailer, the little bit of footage that they showed us was not what I was expecting. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be like a legal comedy because I didn't know she was a lawyer. Yeah. I didn't know that there was going to be like, I didn't know it, it was going to be 
comedic at all. Right. A um, lot of what we've gotten so far hasn't been so interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I think the MC. It's funny because the shows have been, even though they lean in, even though there are com- comedic factors in them, They're the all shows dramas. Yeah, right? they none of we've not had a comedy from yeah. from the Marvel Studios TV shows yet. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I'm super excited for this too. Uh, I'm interested in seeing how she uses the the She Hulk kind of persona. Um, Because I saw it looked like at one point she came out of like a limousine and like a fancy ball gown, right? Um, So I'm like, is she like a like a celebrity? Like no one knows who she is when she's She Hulk. Interesting. They never showed She Hulk's face. face. Yeah. Um, Eric Voss was mentioning that the transition that She Hulk undertakes is more of like a confidence boost, right? Rather than rage, like Hulk feels. So I'm interested to see what that looks like yeah and i mean and it's interesting because i love that comparison because um or that just pointing that out Mm -hmm. because uh hulk and banner have this internal fight up until in um end game uh they have this internal fight where either of them are trying to keep control of the wheel Mm -hmm. so it's interesting to think that maybe the same thing is happening Whereas, you know, She-Hulk is the more confident of the two. So that's why maybe she wants the control. Mm-hmm. And to see, to think about how uh, Jennifer might have to deal with that is very interesting. Um, and I'm excited to see. We saw Hulk in the trailer. We right. Saw, um, so I'm, I'm, but we also saw Bruce Banner Kinda. in the trailer. So <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see how they explain that. And um, the, the, tra- the first look at that ends with... Uh, Jennifer Walter saying the uh, the classic Hulk line, "Don't make me angry. You don't want to see me when I, um, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry," and in this weird like '70s kind of yeah. footage, and it is very it's intentionally reminiscent of the the Incredible Hulk series from back then. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking that because she's a lawyer, she probably makes those like cheesy lawyer ads, and that that's part of it, and she just films an ad like that just to. Then why would Bruce Banner be there? I don't know. I don't know. It, that was like the most off-putting part of that because it's yeah. like I cannot explain what the fuck is happening here. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I love Tatiana Maslany. Um, I think I think she's gonna be great in the role, and I'm excited to see more more come out of that. Some people were complaining about the the new logo and how they like the old logo better. I didn't fucking. I notice. don't mind the new logo. It gives me very Nick Nip Tuck vibes. Interesting. Um, I didn't. I don't even know what it looks like. So, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It um, does look like Nip Tuck. <laughs> yeah, it, and it, it, but it's also like those lawyer like shows. Yeah. Um, so I don't mind. I think it's kind of funny. Uh, and if it's supposed to be a comedy, then it lends itself well to that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, the last first look we got, um, uh, is our next series here, Miss Marvel. Yes. Uh, I'm very excited for this. Um, when I started playing the Avengers video game, our main in the main. Um, campaign for that you follow miss marvel you follow kamala khan yeah i i really fell in love with this character she reminds me of a um like a modern day spider-man uh just the you know she she's inherently good and she just wants to do good and she's a kid she's young yeah and she was kind of her powers were just kind of thrust upon her like it's not like she went looking for him yeah exactly um 
but she, what's what's cool and I think what makes her relatable is that she grows up a fan of these heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's interesting to think of. I don't know how they're going to play this in the show, but like, what if she grew up? Like, what if she wasn't blipped? You know, like, what if she kind of grew up and she got to see these heroes save the day and bring back all these people? Like, that's something to really admire. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a big fan of Captain Marvel, is why she gets her name. Uh, and we don't see a whole lot, but we do see um, that she's in a lot of this uh, Captain Marvel inspired gear. And she makes like a DIY like costume for herself. Yeah. We see a, we don't get to see her powers, which in the comics have been known. She's kind of like a she can do th- something called embiggen, where she makes either her entire self or particular part of her limbs stretch and like grow really big. Which is going to be interesting in a live action format. I'm yeah. interested to see how so, they're going to do that. Yeah, the the trailer suggests it's, the, it's not confirmed, but it suggests that they're changing it up a little bit mm-hmm. to make it more like energy based, which does kind of make sense in the con- in like the sense of the MCU and the continuity just cuz a lot there's like a lot of radiation because of the snap, mm-hmm. the snaps. So that that does kind of make sense. Um but either way, I'm just I'm just happy we're getting this um and I think it's going to make a lot of, uh, I think it's going to inspire a lot of kids, especially a lot of uh, Muslim American kids, Pakistani kids. Um, yeah, I'm just super, super excited um, to see the MCU just grow and diversify more. Yeah. yeah, it's about time. I mean, I guess we really haven't seen a lot of religion, well, like for obvious reasons, portrayed in the MCU because mm. for most people it's not. It wouldn't be relevant, I guess, to their stories. Um, I guess, oh my God, I want to say Deadpool again. Not Deadpool. The other one with the D. Daredevil. His whole thing is that he's super Catholic. Right. Um, And so that was portrayed a lot. But, I mean. But even that wasn't necessarily MCU. That was like MCU adjacent. True. But, um, I don't know. I think it's important to show, especially a religion as misunderstood and as mm, well i just if uh, i if i may um like even even going back to iron man one where we saw middle eastern terrorists as villains even though the main villain happened to be a white guy but the the movie opens with you know middle eastern terrorists and a lot of people associate wrongly associate um the muslim religion or Islam. islam with that so i think to see someone who is muslim in the show to see a Muslim character be the hero. Yeah. I think it's going to be very, very powerful. Yeah. I was trying to say earlier that it's not, we don't see a good realistic representation of Islam Mm. in the United States period, but especially in stuff like Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, So, So yeah, I think I, and again, we have these high hopes that all this representation is going to be done correctly. I wouldn't know if it's not. Right. So we kind of have to rely on people actually in the communities to let yeah. us know like, hey, this was done incorrectly. I know that there was a little bit of controversy when the main, or was it the mom? Or maybe it was both of them when they were cast yeah. because she's supposed to be from a specific place, right? Or uh, like she's from Jersey City. Yeah, but like her, her fan, the character's um, Pakistani American. Okay, and I don't think the actor, the actor's not Muslim. Right. 
Um, I remember people got upset about that. Yeah, that gets into that's a kind of another conversation. Um, that kind of gets into the the realm of like how specific. I, I don't know. It, I feel weird commenting on things like that because it's, if, especially if someone it, it comes from a Middle Eastern background. Um, like I, I, I think mm, how do I want to say this? I would have more of an issue if like they got someone who was like Puerto Rican to play. Oh, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I do get the, I do get that, yeah. and I, I am sensitive to that, but it's just, for, it's just hard for me to like, yeah, fully say because I also, yeah, I don't know. Don't I guess I don't. I, yeah, I, I, just I just wanted I don't to bring know. it up because I know that it was a conversation that people were were having, and I think it would be a disservice to just not mention it at all. Yeah, absolutely. But and, I'm really interested if anybody watching happens to be Muslim. When you watch the show, I would be very interested in hearing your opinions on how it's portrayed. Yeah. Because I wouldn't know right. what's correct and what's not. Right. Um, um, and like we were saying earlier, it's important for members of the community to actually be involved. And I don't know if they are. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll learn more about the show as it comes out. I know there was that, that scene of them um, them praying Right. Um, that shot of them praying and there's a shot where she's holding her mask but she looks like she's wearing some sort of traditional um clothing so I, i'm i'm hoping they lean somewhat into that but i mean again she's you know jersey city yeah uh so i don't know like it, it'll be interesting to see how much they they lean into that and how that religion plays into into the show because we know falcon and the winter soldier was very they made it a point to address certain issues and themes mm-hmm. in the show i don't know what those um themes are gonna be in miss marvel just yet yeah um but uh it looks like they're leaning into some i don't know how m- much of this was in the comic but um definitely in the game um she receives her powers um from this like terrigen gas right uh gas leak uh that happens at what's called a day which is you know it was like the avengers appreciation day or something like that yeah. uh, and there's this big accident um then it's the the avengers basically go into hiding and because a bunch of inhumans were created uh so it looks like they're leaning into that a little bit i'm curious to see what happens are you done um we're just talking Almost. about the mcu announcements from uh from disney plus day so we're done talking about anything that you might be spoiled for yeah um but yeah uh when did you change the title i didn't change the title we didn't Crazy. Crazy. Why are you Crazy. purple now? It was weird on my screen. Oh, they like to do that from time to time. And then they're going to be like, I didn't change the color. And the colors keep changing. See? <gasps> we talked about, we, we're done talking about Eternals. But we're talking about, uh, we talked about Eternals. Then we talked about Red Notice. Now we're talking about the Disney Plus Day announcements, specifically the MCU um, announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got done talking about Miss Marvel, um, which I'm very excited for. Um, anywho, moving on, mm-hmm. um, sorry, my nose is like making a sound when I, my, my nose is just a little stuffy. Oh, okay. So, um, so, uh, it was, it's been confirmed we're getting what if season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the, for the most part, I like the first season of what if there's yeah. a couple episodes that were, mm, they're fine. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'm excited to just see other stories that maybe mm-hmm. we wouldn't see on the big screen. That's kind of what I take from what if I'm until, we see something happen in the MCU proper. 
I'm just taking what if as it's intended in yeah. the comics, which is just like a completely side yeah. thing. Agreed. Um, so, uh, and I mean, it's cool. It's, it's definitely very cool, but it's just, I don't, it's not played anything, a big enough part yet. Um, halloumi, halloumi cheese. What um, are you down there doing? Side uh, thing? Side thing. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. And I'm excited to see what other stories they come up with. Yeah. What I'm very excited about is this next series, uh, which I'm sure we'll learn about more in the upcoming weeks. Marvel Studios announced a new series called Echo. Yes. Now, Echo is a character who we will be introduced to in the upcoming Hawkeye series. She's a, an indigenous character um, who is uh, who is also deaf. Um, we were talking about Makari and the Eternal. So mm-hmm. I love that this is just something we're getting more and more of. Um, in the MCU, and I'm excited to see uh, what all a series like that can can bring to the table. I, I don't know much about the character, um, but I know we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot more. So, but we already have Daredevil's not deaf. Daredevil's not deaf. <laughs> Famously, um, not deaf. He's, he's blind. <laughs> um, uh, but that's okay. We we can always use more heroes like that. That's um, the thing with the representation. It, it, you can't call it representation and have it just be a one-off. Yeah. You have one character that fits that certain bill and you're like, ah, cross that off the list. We're done. <laughs> right. Um. So, yeah. I. So, I love the fact that we're... I feel specifically about, like, the deaf community in, in general, the hard of hearing community. They kind of get left out of the conversation the a lot. And um. so... To have an entire series where the main hero, it, I just, I, I smile thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to see her debut in, in a couple weeks here. Another thing, I mean, I'm excited for all the announcements, you can't tell. But there's some that I'm more excited about than others. Uh, Marvel Studios announced, in a surprise announcement, an animated series called Spider-Man Freshman Year. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, y'all. It, it, famously, Marvel Studios does not have the film rights to Spider-Man or anything Spider-Man related. However, I don't know that they did announce Moon Knight. You should watch the the 14-minute video they have on um Dis- on Disney Plus. They show a little first look. It's really really cool. You can probably find it on YouTube at this point, but if you want a nice crisp picture, <laughs> go to Disney Plus. Um anywho, I don't know if Disney can still use I think they can still use Spider-Man in series and like animated stuff because i know they have the um on disney jr they have spidey and his friends Mm -hmm. so i think there's some sort of weird loophole that they can do with series so apparently they're doing it yeah uh now i don't know if this is gonna be the same spider-man from like the tom holland spider-man um i don't know if it's meant to be that because remember just because it says Marvel Studios on it, I mean, technically, sure, you can say it's considered part of the MCU, but the Marvel Studios logo is on there because Marvel Studios is producing it. Right. So, um, I also have a feeling it's not going to be related to anything MCUE. Jonathan I, watches that. I, well, I don't sit down and just watch it like for fun. I, I have watched it before. I play it for my, I'm also a teacher. Um, so, so I have played it for my students before, the young <laughs> ones. Um, and it's really cute. Um, they just, you know, they're just solving like little, little crimes, learning how to work together. Um, it's pretty cute. Uh, but I don't just sit, I don't just sit down and watch Spidey <laughs> and his friends. 
Um, I mean, no judgment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine if you do, but just. But I'm excited for this. Um, the Spider-Man character has always been inherently funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so to just see more of uh, of an animated Spider-Man in you know kind of set with this. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it, yeah. and it, especially if it's when we met Spider-Man in the MCU. He he was already like established somewhat. Yeah. Um, so it'll be cool to see like if we can see the spider bite and kind of him figuring out something that we've seen a lot already in live action Spider-Man. But if we yeah. can see it in a a new way, I yeah. think that'd be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> the next announcement is for a series called I Am Groot. Not sure how the dialogue. And on Baby that Groot is be. on the cover of it. Listen, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck that's gonna be. I have a feeling it'll be shorts, like little shorts. Probably short- shorts. Probably like silent film esque. Yeah. Maybe like very little speaking from Groot. Yeah. This one might really thing. be geared toward like kids. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Couldn't tell you. What? <laughs> pro- I'm still gonna watch it. It's, it's yeah. Groot. Yeah. Um. But it's just it'll be what I'm. What I would like to see is uh like a little planet of Groots. And see yeah. what that looks like. Um, what if they all... Because they're not all going to be named Groot. But that's all they can say. Yeah. What if they can say different stuff? What if some... It would be cool to see tr- like subtitles. Yeah. or Or to just see... Um, to just see them interact and see how well we can follow the story with just them saying... I, I don't know. There's a couple of interesting things they could do. But I just... I have no idea what that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, oh, my, my computer went to a screensaver. Uh-oh. Um, it's fine. So the next one I have on my list is Ironheart, mm-hmm. um, where we will be meeting Riri Williams. Uh, they have a new logo for that. It's really cool. It's just the the name with a little iron heart behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is another one just, you know, getting a, a famously black character in there and um, someone who is, a, a you know, a Tony Stark level genius and who creates their own iron iron suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm curious how much this will play into I- Armor Wars. And, right, you know, things like that. Um, but, yeah, super excited for that. Uh, and in the comics, her AI is actually a Tony, Tony Stark. Stark AI. So I was thinking about this the other day when they announced this, uh, when they reminded us yeah. of Ironheart. Um, I'll get to Ghostwriter in just a second. Um, now that we've had a pretty damn good Robert Downey Jr. impressionist mm-hmm. on What If?, True. If they really, really want to, they could. They could do a Tony Stark AI in Ironheart. I don't think they will. I think they're going to change that. Yeah, I don't think they would either. No, I know. I think they need to. Yeah. Um, I I loved Robert Downey Jr.'s commitment and contributions to the MCU. Let the man rest. Let the character yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, that's where I'm at more. Let the character. He had his moment. He had even a little bit more of a moment in. Yeah. Uh, far from home. Yeah. So, and I love I think that. That's enough. Yeah. I sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I love that. You know, we can continue to feel like his presence and everything in the MCU without being so it needs to direct. Be that on the nose. Yeah. Um, now it'll be interesting to see if maybe she somehow accidentally picks up the Friday AI somehow. Oh, I love a Friday. AI. I, I love, love to bring Friday. Friday back. Yeah. Love um, that voice. So yeah, it's. Yeah, it's just super cool. And again, I, we said it with Black Panther when we did the deep dive on that. Like to see, to see a, a young black woman portrayed as like a genius and someone who can create something and be heroic, it's going to be so powerful for mm-hmm. so many people. 
Some, yeah, so I'm just super excited. Um, so Ghostwriter, going back to this question here in the chat, Ghostwriter was kind of sad. Was supposed to get his own spinoff from um, Agents of Shield. Ghostwriter was on Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, the the Robbie Reyes version. Okay. So which apparently was very popular on that show, but uh, once you know, once Marvel TV was dissolved, mm-hmm. um, and Marvel Studios kind of started taking up the mantle on that stuff, um, they they don't have any plans for Ghost Rider just yet. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the line they brought him back. Um, and I would assume if they did, they would bring back the Nicolas Robbie Reyes version. What? Nicholas Cage. No, not that. No. We can dream. You can dream. I don't want that version. Um, <laughs> yeah. Spawn's not Marvel. Um, but I like Spawn. I think Spawn's a cool character. They were supposed to be working on, a, on another movie. <sighs> Fucking Todd McFarlane, the creator of Spawn, has been trying to make that movie for like the last since he made the first one um jamie fox was supposed to be in the spawn movie but once he dropped out i think studio started backing away from it Mm. so that kind of sucks for him but uh the defenders i would love marvel has the rights to those characters again i don't know yeah I I, i would love for them to bring those back on hulu only because i like the mature themes of those yeah um and I think we all deserve a Defenders done correctly. Yeah. Done so if, right. if yeah, I would love for the Defenders to come back. And I, more even more so, I would love to see uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Punisher, and Luke Cage. Sorry, Iron Fist. <laughs> um, you know who I would like to... I didn't even watch the second season. I watched the first episode. It was okay. Um, uh, I would like to see Jennifer Henwick from iron fist mm-hmm. be the iron fist yes that would be awesome i would watch that show she was the best part of that movie also, i mean just, show i'm just a big fan of hers they could not br- if they were like sorry they're n- none of them are being brought back except jessica jones i'd be yeah. perfectly happy jessica yeah. jones was so good yeah um, anyway sorry that's a tangent but yeah i don't i don't see it in the cards right now for the defenders but i mean charlie cox and and um Kristen Vitter have both recently said, like, made comments about how much they would love and to come back to do and those I characters. I would love them to do it. Yeah. So, especially, I don't know. There's just something about the. I mean, I, not that I follow any particular religion, but I grew up Catholic. So watching Matt Murdock struggle, kind of with yeah. like the light and dark of it, it was very, very interesting. It's something I resonated with. So, um. I would just love to see, and he was so good in the role. That show was so good. He was perfect. Yeah, so I would just love perfect. to see see that show again. Who's Shades? The next Avengers Builder. Oh, Sh- Shades from um, it's <laughs> almost Shades from Luke Cage, the 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 Latin dude who was with Black Mariah. Vaguely remember yeah. that guy. I he was in a uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know if he'd be a good Avengers. Yes, he my was good favorite. in that show. <laughs> um. So the next series announced by... We're almost done with the series announced by Marvel. Uh, was Agatha, House yeah. of Harkness. So yeah, we're getting a, a WandaVision spinoff. Yeah. Talk about... That's what happens when... I don't think that show was ever in the cards. Nope. Until everyone fell, fell in, love. in love with Catherine Hahn. If you weren't already in love with her, shame on you. Yeah. Because she's great in everything. But I mean, for some younger people maybe who didn't haven't had right. a lot of exposure. Didn't right. know... Um, the joy of uh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, so I'm curious to see what I'm gonna assume this is going to be set before 
WandaVision. If it's okay. House of Harkness, I'm going to guess it's going to be her after the, the witches try to kill her and she like absorbed their powers and yeah. maybe she kind of built up her own uh, coven. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. And maybe we'll see other supernatural characters pop up in that because True. that are associated with the Darkhold. Maybe that will be how we get like a, a ghost writer. Or a, Mephi- or a Mephisto, yeah. What if we get Mephisto in there? We, we very well might. So, um, yeah, it, there's a lot of cool things they could do. And uh, sh- Catherine, give me Catherine Hahn seven days out of the week. Give me Catherine, Catherine Hahn. So. Catherine Hahn could do Tony Stark, Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. couldn't do Agatha. <laughs> Fair enough. You've, um, you've, you haven't watched WandaVision? Do yourself a favor. Sorry for spoiling it partially but also it's been like a year you should really you should really watch it it's so good it's it's i know if you're turned off by the first two episodes i i guarantee you if you keep trudging along you are going to love it there have been there are several moments i like just wept i was just crying from the certain episodes but it's also not even necessarily because it was sad but just because it was like some of the stuff they were saying was just so very powerful yeah um anyway you said nope well I say give no, it a shot. I think saying, you'll like it. They're saying, nope, they haven't watched it. Oh, gotcha. Um, so the next series, uh, we're getting a What If spinoff. Um, yes. Marvel Zombies. I don't know. One episode of that, to me, felt like enough. So I don't know if I can do a lot. Of- well, I would hope because, I mean, theoretically, if we're going by What If rules, mm-hmm. this could also be its its own thing. So it doesn't necessarily have to follow the continuity of what was set up mm-hmm. in that episode yeah we, so i mean and if it was then they still have a pretty solid team um they got like spider-man and a few other folks but Ant-Man's yeah it'll head. it'll be interesting to see what they do with that and yeah I mean, yeah i think i liked what if enough that i will check it out yeah. but i just i'm a little weary about yeah what it's gonna be like and it would be cool to run into more of the heroes zombified yeah um and to see if it's like a like a limited series where maybe they can cure everyone or if it's an ongoing thing. And who knows? Maybe they'll show some heroes we haven't seen in the MCU yet. True. Uh, either zombified or non-zombified. So it'd be cool to see a, a, a zombified um, Quicksilver. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd zipping be around eating people. Because um, it seemed like a slow zombie situation, but perhaps he's the one fast zombie. Yeah. Well, they, they all still have their powers. Doctor Strange was yeah. a zombie and... Creighton portals and shit. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and the last series they gave girl. us a, a reminder of um, was Secret Invasion. Squirrel Girl. I'd love to see a Squirrel Girl series. Um, we got a little taste, a little tasty snack a little of nibble. Secret Invasion. Um, Secret yeah. Invasion has been on the back of everyone's mind since Captain Marvel. We yeah. all knew it was coming. Captain Marvel, Spider-Man Far From Home especially Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, but then we kind of, yeah, once all this other Wanda stuff Vision. with the time, once all the stuff with the multiverse and the timeline started happening, we kind of forgot or just kind of put the scrolls on the back burner. Yeah. But they're this there. Show, they're there. But where are they? We don't know. Um, is it animated? No. Secret Invasion? No, Secret Invasion or Marvel Zombies is animated. Yes. Secret Invasion is going to be live action and it's going to um, be led by... Uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. I love how willing Samuel L. Jackson is to be Nick Fury in everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got a, the look that we got was of like slightly grizzled yeah. Nick Fury. Um, No eye patch. 
No eye patch. Beard. It was. I thought it was a good look. The last time we saw Nick Fury in the MCU was in Spider-Man: Far From Home, and for most of the movie, it wasn't him. It was actually Talos. Right, and at the very end, we saw him He's on a spaceship, outer space somewhere, doing yeah. whatever the fuck. Who fucking knows? But anyway, I'm very excited for Secret Invasion. I'm very, like, I think that one that might be one of the ones that I'm most excited for, just really? because of the impact that that's going to have on yeah. everything else. And again, I love to theorize, right. and I love to guess what's going to happen so just being like the whole time like who's a scroll who's right. a scroll it's going to be so fun right now keep in mind we're a couple that we didn't that they didn't mention right off the bat but we're still getting we're getting loki season two right um and and several other we're getting like armor wars mm-hmm. and so there's still things that are coming down the pipe that you know there's a lot they didn't, of shit yeah so <laughs> i saw a couple comments that like people were worried that marvel's like pumping these things out too quick and i'm like here's the thing some of these shows won't debut until 2023 and right. 2024. It just, we got a lot of information. Right. It's not going to feel like back to back to back to back. And even if it does, I was also worried about this. We're going to get over inundated with all of this stuff. And then it's going to be like, because it's not something you have to wait two years for to see any of it. Like right. the movies were, um, people are just going to get bored of it. But here's the thing. We're exploring so many different timelines universes characters it's not just like genres it's gonna feel different enough that i don't think even if it feels like a lot for some people like back to back to back i feel like it's all gonna be different enough that it's gonna not get boring and here's my thing now that we're getting a couple of um season ones out of the way or Mm -hmm. limited series Interestingly enough, on Hot Ones, when Jeremy Renner was on it, they refer he referred to Hawkeye as Hawkeye Season One. So I'm like, interesting, Jerem. Did you just disclose Sean something? Sean Evans that you weren't supposed to. Um, if anyone's gonna do it, yeah. Uh, so, but who knows? Maybe that doesn't necessarily mean that Clint Barton will be in Season Two if there is a Season Two. But yeah. anyway, um, so. Now that Marvel has gotten a few of these productions out of the way, or under their belts, I should say, I think here on out, the shows will only get stronger. Agreed. Um, because now they know, like, I mean, in, for the, the first couple series, a big thing happened last year mm-hmm. that kind of derailed a lot of production. They had to pivot a lot of it. And yeah. sometimes it made sense and sometimes it didn't. But the shows will only get better from here. So... Even though the amount of titles may seem a little daunting, you got to remember some a lot of these are animated and won't and until they do, they're not going to affect the, the main, main flow of the movie of the movies, I should say. Um and again, th- it'd be different if they announced all this shit and never did any of it or announced all this shit and did a lot of it poorly. Right. Because, sorry, we, we've shaded them a couple times, but, like, the fuckery that's happening over at DC, where they will, uh, like, they will announce a ton of things and then never put any of it out. Yeah. Um. Granted, I am excited for some of the shit they've announced recently, and I do hope it's very, very good. I do have high hopes for some of them. But, like, you know, at, at least history has shown that I'm going to get a certain level of product here with this type of content. So I'm actually very excited about what Marvel is doing, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust what they do until I don't anymore. But yeah, so that's the stuff I was mostly excited for. Uh, I'm excited for all of it, but 
if you had to pick a couple of shows out of all of that, what do you think you, you're most excited for? I need a fucking PowerPoint to go back and look at all that stuff. Secret Evasion, mm. I'm very excited for. I think out of Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Ms. Marvel, I think I'm equally excited for all of them, which going in, I was not. Right. I think it took seeing a little bit more of all of them to be like, okay. Right. Um, uh, House of Harkness, 100% excited for. I know that that's going to take a few years to get out, but right. very excited for that. And I'm excited for it all, but I think those are my like top heavy hitters. Right. Um, I think I'm excited for, and in no particular order, I think I'm excited for uh, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, um, and Ironheart. I'm excited for Ironheart too. Uh, right out, right off the bat. What if um, I start an Ironheart? That'd be crazy. That would be. That'd be cool. I think they found their Ironheart already. But, I mean, that things can change. Um, I didn't audition, so that's fair. You didn't. Best yet. Um, I would. I can't even. I can't even explain how horrible I would be. <laughs> In any kind of acting anything. Can we, speaking of um, horrible, um, can we talk a little bit about, uh, before we go, um, we have just a little more time. Um, the Black Panther 2 is stalled production right now. Oh my God. I don't. And a big part of that well, is rumored to be, well, it is, the official statement was because Letitia Wright did suffer uh, a, uh, a pretty serious injury on the set a few months back. So, for the last few months, they've been kind of filming around her scenes mm-hmm. um, just to get the rest of the movie, you know, as much of the movie done as they can um, because they have a deadline by next year. Yeah. Um, well, the release date was is next year. However, there's uh, the CDC has announced new, uh, in accordance with like various other countries, like new travel guidelines. Mm-hmm. Now, the movie is being shot in Atlanta, as most of the films are. Letitia Wright lives in London, I believe. London, yeah. And that's uh, where she's been, like, recovering. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. You can't travel back to the States. If you're unvaccinated. If you're not vaccinated. And unfortunately. She's famously very outwardly unvaccinated and anti-vax. the most anti-vax rhetoric. So, <laughs> and, like, whatever. Like, your opinion is whatever. It's either right or it's wrong. But, like, whatever. I wouldn't go that far. Um, I, I would say... I am vaccinated. Both of us are vaccinated. Yes. I actually just got my booster shot the other day. Yes, he did. Um, I was scared too. Not because of, I don't trust the vaccine or anything like that, but um, my, my little psoriasis acted up last time. Yeah. You had, well, you had, that's a medical like react. You had a, you had a reaction to it. Yeah. So So I, I'm going to get it. I just have to plan it out to where I'm like not on camera, not going to be outside for long periods of time. Anyway, that's not relevant. And but like, not, I, I should read. Let me re, re, make my statement again. It's okay. not that you're right or wrong. Some people just some people can't get the vaccine, and I I totally get that. But if that's you're able different. to, yeah. But if you're able to, and you're choosing not to, there's a certain level of uh, either just ignorance or stubbornness. And some ignorance isn't always bad. It's just you don't know. Yeah. But I think she is. She she, she has been actively spreading misinformation. That's the main issue. Exactly. If it wasn't someone famous with a following that um, a lot of young children look up to because of her roles in these movies, I wouldn't care as much. If this was just like a random schoolmate of mine and I'm like, okay, well, like she... Unfriend. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't read books, but that's okay for her, I guess. I'll just stay away from her. But I think it's the fact of who she is and what... Oh, I thought oh, I thought that said Michael Jackson. Um, 
Probably not because he yeah, died. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. He was in the What If series though. Yes, he was. But um, but anyway, it's just like at this point to employ someone who willingly spreads misinformation on the internet about something as important as the vaccine, literally would save lives. Right. I I think that's I that's strike one. Right. So the fact that then she's, it's been um reported. I think that her castmates are uncomfortable because she is spreading misinformation to them right. on set. That's strike number two. Yeah. Strike number three is the fact that she now cannot travel back to film because of her vaccination status. And I don't think she's going to change it. She seems pretty set in her ways. And again, it's your decision. Right. Absolutely. It's your decision to get the vaccine or not. You cannot be upset when your decision has a consequence. Right. You're free to do whatever you want. Your your country of employment doesn't need to let you back in if you're unvaccinated, if that's what they're standing by. I'm surprised Disney Studios let her, knowing she was unvaccinated, let her back on the set. You can't even, like, play football well, being unvaccinated. You know what I mean? To be fair, to, and I'm not, not, not defending her her ideology but i think production picked back up before the vaccine was widely like distributed so and i and i definitely think it was before a lot of the mandates that were you know companies decided to employ yeah um so there is that i'll give her that but like i don't know it just now it's and well now disney's in this position of like well if she can't come back and is refusing to come back we do either one of two things. We can make the expensive decision to move film, film, move production over there for her scenes, or we will have to recast and make another expensive decision mm-hmm. to reshoot everything she has done. Yeah, it's putting Disney in quite the pickle. And she also, and I assume part of it is going to be, you know, well, the director and the producers probably feel bad that she did sustain a pretty serious right. injury on set. Only to then recast her yeah. would be, you know, on a certain level, I can understand why they would be like, man, that's kind of shitty. Or even to be like, because from the, ju- like, because it, it's not like she to- they told her, like, in the beginning, like, you might get recast if you are unvaccinated. Right. They already made the agreement with her. She was already right. working. And then yeah. to just, like, turn on that, I understand can be. Right. Because that rule wasn't in place when she started. Um, the, ex- the specific wasn't, it was never released what specifically happened to her. I believe what was said is that she suffered a pretty major back injury, um, after doing a, a stunt. Mm. Um, and keep in mind, like stunts are just dangerous in general. Like for the most part, they're, they're pretty dangerous. Um, even with all the safety precautions that are put in place, you know, yeah. there's usually a court, like several coordinators and choreographers and things like that. But sometimes things just happen. Um, so I believe it was a stunt um, left her her back injured. Yeah. Um, and she had to take several months off. Um, and so right now, Disney is... The official story is that she is taking more time to recover. Might be that Disney's trying to figure out what they want to do. Yeah. And here's another thing that's important to note. She was very good in the movie. Yeah. She was, she was good. So it's like, it's not that easy of a decision. Right. But at this point, like you said, weighing your options... I feel like it's the right move to just recast her. She hasn't been right. in a lot of stuff yet um, <laughs> because the light, the living room light is blue. Yeah. It does look like he has like a little half and half. I like it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll just do that. Maybe one day. he'll just dye his hair. Um, but yeah, I 
no offense to the character of Shuri, but I would hope that whatever's happening in this movie isn't so highly dependent on her because right. I don't want her to be the Black Panther. Right. But I mean, like, we have our we have our choice here. We have our choice. Um, you know our choice. But like I don't know, at this point it just feels and even outside of just like the cost of filming, what that means, just to have someone so notoriously spreading misinformation on the internet yeah. employed by you kind of doesn't seem like smart. Yeah, how does the how does the press look, you know? How the how does the press junkets look if she if she is doing the interviews? Um, right. How many people are going to ask her about her her vaccine beliefs? Yeah. And how many people does, are? Does Disney want that heat? Right. Does Marvel want that heat? Do you want someone everyone knows is unvaccinated to be in a room with like interviewers? Yeah. In like if they do any sort of convention? Yeah. Rounds. It's just I don't know. Now one can hope that maybe these are just rumors and maybe. Letitia Wright will will see the way and you know even if it's with a little bit of hesitancy even you know, if it's just for the sake of keeping her job I'll right. take it for the greater good that um, she gets vaccinated but we'll 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 just have to see um our choice for uh, at least I think I think we kind of came to a unanimous 100%. decision so um last year we did a uh, or earlier this year we did a deep dive on Black Panther and we talked a little bit about who we think it is and should take the mantle of Black Panther. Um, and uh, why am I? Denai Guerrero's character. I, I, I couldn't remember um, her name either. She's the captain of the, the Dora Milaje. Oh my God. Oh, Okoye. Okoye. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Okoye is the only, we discussed it before, but Okoye is the only decision that makes any sense. And I will be upset if it's literally anybody else. So here's why. There is a very specific reason why. Um, one, she was the the captain of the general of the the Dormelage, so yeah, she is like, like their army. top top tier. Yeah, um, she has been by his. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. I also love Mbaku, but I think story wise, it makes more sense for Okoye. So Mbaku was kind of distant from the rest of Wakanda by choice. Yeah, I don't think he's necessarily, and he only just kind of came back into the fold, very reluctantly. In a do or die situation, so um, but Okoye has has been a ride or die for T'Challa, and not even not even T'Challa. After T'Challa was snapped away, she became the ambassador for Wakanda True. in Infinity War and or for Endgame. But before that, when um, T'Challa lost the Black Panther title and the title as king and the title of king. She stood by her kingdom, yeah, and not any specific person. Which, whatever you think, I mean, I wouldn't stand by someone who's like a big old asshole just because they happen to have like a certain title. But if you're going for like loyalty to your country and to your kingdom and all that stuff, I mean, there couldn't be another. I no one compares, and right. also she's badass. Yeah, um, and yeah, I. I fully, I fully am on the uh, Okoye train for this one. Um, Big ass Mthiku Mbaku <laughs> trying to be like lithe and yeah. What is I, that'd what be I funny to see him sleuthing around. Um, he can't sneak around. Uh, I mean, I'd also be okay with Lupita Nyong'o's character doing it. Who's Jeremiah Gottwald? <laughs> is that is that you? Are you Jeremiah Gottwald? <laughs> is your name? Um, or is that someone from Walking Dead? 
I'll Google it. Because she was on that show. Um, oh. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do enjoy M'Baku's character, and I, I, w- I hope he's a bigger part of the Wakanda series that's coming to Disney+, Plus, which they didn't even mention that on. Yeah. But that's also coming down the pipe at some point. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm fully on the, uh, the Okoye train for this one. Um, Agreed. But anyway, but, all that to say. Uh, we have some interesting stuff ha- happening on the ba- Black Panther set, and I'm very interested to see. Everyone should uh, put on their Google News alerts or whatever for those key terms because it's going to yeah. be interesting whatever they decide. You should watch Code Geass. He's, or they're talking about um, Jeremiah Gottwald is a character on an anime series Code called Geass. Code Geass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe Is she on that show too? Is, they, is Denai Greer on that show? I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> Um, anyway, um, I think that's it from us today. Yeah. (laughs) Thank y'all for tuning in. Thanks y'all. See y'all next time. Bye. Peace. Uh Uh-oh, hold on. Oh. I couldn't get to the end screen in time. Edit that out. Okay. Bye. Say bye, John. Oh my God. He's over it. All right. See (laughs) y'all. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Perez Periodico Podcast Network. If you like what you heard, please consider supporting this podcast using the link in the description of this episode. Video versions of this and all episodes are available on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch. All right, see you next time.